to Downton Lift Dungeon. Lift yeah, um, and Peeved. Lift and Peeved. That's a way of saying like you're angry or you're mad. Don't be miffed and peeved. Miffed. Don't be miffed and peeved. I don't want it's a real world. It's a real world. It's a real world. It's, 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 it's a real one? I don't, don't use it, but it's real. Is that in your vocab? Down to dunk. Yes. This is Stephen Adams. Don't be miffed and peeved. No, you can't be miffed and peeved. Sorry. This is Stephen Adams. You can't be miffed and peeved because you're listening to Down to Dunk. Good morning. And welcome to Down to Dunk. We're so glad you are joining us wherever you are or whenever you are. You can find us on CLNS Media on DailyThunder.com, part of Dash Radio at 5 o'clock on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Central Standard Time. And, of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcast. Luke is not here, which is a bummer. I feel so much pressure to do this intro, but I am Jay <laughs> with Andrew. Spam Drew. And Taylor. Well, I'm staring down the barrel of a 45. 40 what is that? I don't know that song. You don't know that song? No. Hey, uh, if you know that song, go ahead. Show us, uh, show us that you know that song. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's a song. Wow. I'll Taylor. Uh, keep it going. I'll, I'll drop little hints. Wow. And by drop little hints, I mean I'll play the song. So... Well, listen, what Jay, you had something to say. No, just yes, you did. No, just a surprising <laughs> weekend or a surprising week. The Thunder beat Houston. Incredible win. They so beat, good. They beat Miami in Miami in a game that I was like, oh, this is gonna be it, isn't it? They're not gonna do it. Had just a killer fourth quarter. Then they come home and just lazily just destroy the Grizzlies. It was weird for the second half because Marshawn's yeah. still on the team, but it was what it was. And here's what happened. Because Portland beat Utah, because Portland beat Utah, I woke up on Thursday morning mm. and the Thunder were the four seed. <laughs> and the Thunder were the four seed. <laughs> Thunder were the four seed. With the four seed. Uh, man, seriously, for them to have home court advantage in the first round is stupid. Yeah, and one in. So I sent this text out, and I know like every team has the ability to go back through their season and be like, oh, well, this thing would have gone this way and this one. <laughs> if, if the Thunder would have just won three games that they like blew pretty much, yeah, which is the Milwaukee game where Giannis stepped out of bounds, fine, whatever. That was long ago, whatever. Celtics. The Celtics game is the one that you're like. Right. Now, the Celtics game would have just got them tied with Portland, and Portland still had the... Tiebreaker. He, tiebreaker. He's listening. Yeah. Don't worry. He's listening to the song that he played on his oh, phone. Don't worry. I'll mute you. And then, the, <laughs> and then the third one, I can't remember which one it was. It was any one of those three of Portland back home. Minnesota. Oh, yeah. The Minnesota Wiggins. one. The Wiggins full court shot, basically. And, yeah. But you know what? All, all of ups and downs of this team, man, and they come back with the four seed. They're, they've got home court advantage in the first round of the playoffs. They play Utah. Which all of that is ultimately because they played Utah four times between November and like <laughs> right. December fifteenth, you know. Yeah, but the Thunder are home. They got they got the four seed, and and at the beginning of the season, we talked about avoiding Golden State in the second round. And I know that you have different opinions on that uh, now. Maybe I still think it's the better. I'd rather play Houston and play Golden State in the Western Conference Finals. It's mm-hmm. hard for me not to think that the Warriors have the switch that they're just going to flip. 
And maybe yeah, I'm wrong you, on thinking you don't, that. You do not want to mess with the Warriors. Like you just, you just don't. I. But if you're going to have to mess with the Warriors, you want them first round. You want them first round, and you want them without Steph Curry. <sighs> I. I don't know. Like the the matchup is, and if you believe, if we're positive about OKC and we think we think, uh, you know, Harden, Chris Paul, they could mess up second round somehow. OKC gets the Western Conference Finals. We play Golden State. You wish that you would play them already. I'd rather play them and lose in the first round than play them and lose in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, but some people are picking the Thunder to lose to the Jazz. Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe that, dude. You know what I mean, though. But. But seriously, yeah. But if you if, lose in the first, like you lose in the first round of the Warriors in embarrassing fashion, like that is that is not the way you want to go out. I think the hard thing. So the and we'll talk at length. I think this podcast, what we're going to try to do, just to give you a heads up, those who listen, those who are listening, is is we're going to talk a lot about playoffs. And so if you send a Twitter question in, we're going to try to get to it. But we may cover a lot of what you've asked as part of our conversation because so we're going to break down this series, obviously the Utah Jazz and the Thunder. But then we're going to walk through the whole playoff and try to see kind of, and we'll, we'll kind of rapid fire some of those lesser um, excited ones. But this is a pretty fun, I mean, this is the best time of the year. Yeah. Um, I say that about every major season in the NBA. I'm like, oh, free agency, best time of the year. <laughs> Draft, <laughs> best time of the year. Oh, I love this time of year more than any other time. <laughs> but the playoffs, the playoffs are going to be a lot of fun, especially if you look through the West. Like, there's only one real series that I'm not super, well, I'm really not excited about the other side of the bracket right now, right? Like Portland, New Orleans. Uh, yeah. And then Golden State, San Antonio, unless Kawhi comes back. I think that, I mean, you could easily say that that side of the bracket is the worst of the Western Conference yes. at, at this point in time. Yeah. Which would have been nice for the Thunder to be. And like the Thunder are playing in clearly the best. Yeah. Yeah. Minnesota is the eighth seed. You're like, oh. And yeah. Jazz have been unbelievable. Yeah. The last half of the season. But the Eastern Conference has a few matchups that are kind of exciting as well. You know, Eastern Conference is still, you look at that lineup too, and you're like, ah, it's still the inferior conference by far. Yeah, no question. No question. By far. Uh, so where do you want to start, man? Let's just, start with, hold on. Let's. Shine down. Shine down. Shine down. How, how dare you? I just asked you where you want to start, but I want to tell us where to start. Let's talk just real briefly about the last week. Yeah, sure. The the Thunder have played. Oh my goodness, my voice! Oh, <laughs> uh, last week I got uh, got some stuff at Trader Joe's. <laughs> the Thunder uh, have played really well these past three games. Lot. And you you say like that you want the Thunder to play their best ball heading into the playoffs. Is three games enough? I guess that's my question. Is three games enough to say the Thunder are playing their best basketball? I'll tell you the one trend that makes me the most confident, and you can probably guess it. Paul George. Paul George. Yeah. Yeah. He's was, been he was good all three games, but he was scorched earth fire on yeah. on th- Wednesday night, Thursday when they, night. When they played Wednesday. the Memphis Hustle, they yeah. were he was amazing. <laughs> Memphis is so bad. I mean you like if you've ever played basketball, you understand getting bored against inferior talent. Like if you've ever done it. Yeah, I, I can relate to that. <laughs> it's brutal. No, I'm, I'm not saying I'm like there are people, you know, like Yep, that are still worse basketball players than some of the people here. But anyway, it's just one of the things that like you saw that game going the way it did, and you were like, I, I at least wasn't surprised that they crept back into it. But you also was like, anytime they got close, Ray Felton, you know, hit a huge three, and yeah, which Ray Felton just making me eat my words. 
Riffelton had Rick's two threes back to back that were big threes. And that Heat game was the one that I was really like, "This yeah. son of a beep," and then he just went off. He was great, and he has games like that for sure. But in the playoffs, you're going to see so much less of Ray holding the ball like you hate him doing for so long. Yep. You know, he's just going to play less, and Paul George is going to be handling those balls. Yeah, <laughs> hands are going to be all over those balls. In the you have playoffs. to give that second unit credit though, because that's. I mean, they turned the tide of that game. That's what sparks that run to where they won by 22. They they don't win by 22 if that all bench unit doesn't come in and play the way they do. Yep. Yep. So the second most encouraging thing, not just Paul George, like Melo's been way better. Yeah, the effort with him has been there. Yeah. He looks looks like he's at least two years younger. So it gives you an idea that they have (laughs) some sort of switch that they're actually looking for, right? The other trends that I think are going to be the most exciting and helpful going into the playoffs is, is the play of Jeremy Grant. He has been unbelievable. He's so strong. He just to watch him like just one of the things. If you think about the fact if the Thunder get through the Jazz and they play the Rockets, Nene last year gave the Thunder fits, which is weird. Jeremy Grant played Nene off the floor. Yeah, he did because he can go right around him. Mm -hmm. And what's funny? He blocked him like three times. What if I told you before the season that we're heading into the postseason? And Jeremy Grant is more than an adequate replacement for what Kanner did off the bench for the Thunder. I know. Mm. I mean, yeah, not just he's not as good offensively, but fifteen but, times better. But what he can do, what he does, yes, the impact yes, yes. he has is close to equal of what Kanner did last season. It, and you can play him against yeah, good right. teams. You want to play him? You more. have to. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And it's the funny thing in the midst of all of it that I'm like, you know, maybe, maybe that guy who runs the team knew that Grant could be the replacement for Cantor. He sure <laughs> he like, sure talked an awful lot about him recently and about I mean, the Thunder maybe, development. Yeah. Maybe. Now, the hard part is maybe just throw some money at him and get him signed to a contract, but I guess there's probably reasons not to do that in the season, right? Well, I kind of had hoped that they would make him an unrestricted free agent this past off season and just pay him, um, but they didn't, and yeah. it's because... You know, they know they have a huge tax bill coming, and I think, I mean, they clearly want to bring him back. It just depends on what else is out there. I mean, there's definitely a number where they're like, nope. Can you believe that Jeremy Grant is can finish those plays where he's a foot in from the three-point line, puts a ball on the floor, picks it up, and takes two huge steps just through four people? Yeah. His, and still, I can't believe how good he is at that now. And that's the crap that used to drive us crazy because nothing would happen when he would do that before. His body control and balance, which are things that you don't talk an awful lot about when it comes to NBA players, but he like has, is a changed man when it comes to those two <laughs> yes. things. Yeah. It was like he'd put the ball on the floor last year, and you're like, Jeremy. He he was like giant Corey Brewer yes. last yeah. season yeah. when he put the ball on the floor. It was just like, this is going to be an adventure, and it's going to end in just everybody on the floor. But one of the, in, in one of the <laughs> developments also that I found – was really helpful with Jeremy Grant's play is the fact that he's also able to make decisions going to the basket. And that even though yeah. he was yeah. even though he was better going to the rim earlier in the season, what he would not do is he wouldn't pass out of it. And he did that against Memphis. There was a short roll pass yep, that I was exactly. to we're the probably corner. Talking about the same one. I was yep. just like what? I think it's Ferguson maybe or Brewer in the corner. And yeah. He and he's done that several yep. times. Like that's not the first time he's done that. Like he's he's got that in his game and it's just like how did you do this? Like where did mm-hmm. this 
And I don't know if Ferguson's going to get minutes in the playoffs. Like it looked like it was trending away from that until Alex got the concussion against the it Heat. Depend, it depends on Alex's status heading she's into surely, Sunday. I he's surely back. I have no idea. Concussion protocol normally didn't, unless it was like Jalen Brown's, which was like just horrific. Like yeah, like he's half surely his brain shut down. Yeah, half his brain <laughs> yeah. fell off. I I think so too. I think he'll be all right. Uh, and Corey's fine. Yep. So it looks like it's going to be the whole team that's going to be. Totally, which is nice. Thank the heavens, Dre's not coming back. When when Corey got hurt against Memphis, it uh, looked really bad. I didn't know I would be that scared about Corey Brewer getting hurt (laughs) until he got hurt, and I was like, the implications, (laughs) right? Yeah. Uh, But Alex Abrines was the other one I was going to talk about. His development, that Houston game. I mean, what he played twenty seven minutes. Yeah, and he didn't make almost anything. But oh, seven from three. He was still incredibly valuable. Yeah, he did have a really cool and one. Yeah, he's, he's good, man. If he can stay on the floor, man, that's an enormous change for this team. Yeah, and there's and there are guys on the like the Jazz are a team that they have a lot of standstill corner three shooters. They don't have a ton of guys that can take you off the dribble. So that's it plays into the hands of the Thunder in that way, and that they don't have a ton of elite perimeter defenders, and you don't really have to. You just have to be smart. Yeah, and, and your rotations. You have movement. to cover the three-point line. You just have to. Yep. And Alex has enough athleticism and length to, to do that. Yeah, definitely. But the bad thing is when he's on offense and the Jazz defend, the Jazz are really good at they – don't, they don't really forget about people. No. Like well, they're so good defensively that it's yeah. going to be hard for Alex to sneak away from but a guy. That's that's why you need him out there. I don't care if he takes one shot. Because if they're stuck to him, if you they lose have to somebody watch him. to Abrinas, that opens things up for Russell. For I mean, that's why you have to have him out there. They yeah. should put Gobert on Abrinas. Hey, so before before we move to the before before we move to the Utah game, I want to talk a little bit about one of our favorite sponsors. Ooh, I'll just say you know they're all our favorites. That's right. But this is Anthem Brewing Company. One of our five favorite sponsors. One of our five (laughs) favorite sponsors. This is Anthem Brewing Company. And they wanted us to talk about something that that we haven't had. And that makes me a little bit upset. And so we're going to have to head down to the taproom maybe this weekend. For real. But they're brewing something special in uh, collaboration with the franchise here locally, which, you know, it's a great radio station. John Hamm's a huge part of that. Mm -hmm. Jerry Ramsey. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, it's called the Underrated Psycho. And so they're doing a collaboration with the franchise. It is a Citra Smash Ale. Smash stands for single malt and single hop. Style really lets the brewers really get a good good idea of what a hop tastes like. And uh, it's only on draft at a certain few bars here in the city, but it is obviously on tap in their tap room. And so go and get that and uh, tell them down to Dunk sent you. If you haven't been to their, we say this every time, if you haven't been to their tap room, stop wasting your time. Please plan this weekend. It's going to be cold. Yeah, is it going to be cold tomorrow? Yeah. Pissing me off, dude. There, I know. Yesterday pick, was so pick, nice. We'll pick talk about weather in a second. Pick a know. season, bro. Yeah, uh, but go down to the tap room and try this uh, Citra Ale, the Citra Smash Ale Anthem, collaborating with the franchise. Go do it. Do it, please. Do it. <clears throat> so let's talk about the Utah Jazz. <clears throat> Uh, how did you feel when you, besides, we, we've done the smooth criminal uh, drop, but you're pretty excited <laughs> for home court advantage? Yeah. Team? Yeah. I mean, I, you you gave me the other, you and Alex gave me the other side of it, which I think probably was, and you can correct me, obviously, but it felt like it was more of a take that was like, inevitably, Oklahoma City's going to get the six seed, and so why that would be beneficial. Yeah. And it, no one expected us to get home court. 
Not with the way that Portland had been playing and the way that Utah had been playing lately. Yeah. And that was interesting because I don't know. I mean, you you can't overanalyze or even really look at that Portland-Utah game a whole lot. But the pressure was on in that game. And you just have to wonder if, if like, psychologically that had an impact on the way that Utah played that night. Um, I watched I watched the first quarter because yeah. that was a late game and I was not going to yeah. stay up till 1230. Uh, I could have told you in the first eight minutes of that game that the Trailblazers were going to win. Yeah. They just were they were there and they were ready. They're confident, they're experienced, they're not afraid of the moment. Exactly. It's yeah. exactly what it was. You and, could see it. And they I mean, they just were flying <laughs> up and down the court. Dame and CJ McCollum were just locked in. Like it was a different yeah. different trouble. And I I'm not saying like I expect the Jazz to just roll over whenever the Thunder play them in the playoffs, but I just I I don't know. I don't know if the pressure or if it was just a random night because random nights NBA players just don't shoot the ball well. And so I don't sure. know. I'm not sure what to take from that. I'm not sure that you really can, but it's just it's some it's interesting. But this is why I'm not afraid of the Utah Jazz is because especially in playoffs and in serious games like that, a good offense, talent in offense beats a good defense every time, yeah. especially in the playoffs. <laughs> and so if the Thunder can play like we know that they can play, I like why would the why would the Jazz have any chance? If the Thunder's offense can roll like it, like we have seen it roll, yeah, it doesn't matter if the Jazz have a so, good defense. It, that doesn't matter in the playoffs. So five thirty eight said that the Thunder have a fifty two percent chance. So they say it's <laughs> that's pretty crazy much a, to it's me. Not, man. It's really not that crazy. The Jazz have been really really good. Yeah. I mean, it they've, been a, ma- they've been the best team <laughs> since January February. When have yeah. st- when have stats like that really mattered in the playoffs? I don't know. I don't like know. it doesn't really matter I'm, that much. I'm Numbers sure. don't play into playoffs as much so as the past, I'm not arguing with you. I'm the, just. Telling you, Jay, the meet past, me outside. The past fifteen games, uh, the Jazz are eleven and four. Uh, surprisingly, this doesn't seem right, but the past fifteen games, the Thunder are ten and five. So their record, the past fifteen games, isn't all that different. But where we get into the offensive defensive ratings, that's where it's super different. Uh, their offensive ratings have, have been basically the same. The Thunder are slightly better at a one ten point six for OKC, one ten point one for the Jazz. But then you get to the defensive ratings. The Jazz over the last 15 games have a de- defensive rating of 97.4. And if you don't know this, that's per 100 possessions, they would give up 97 points, which is beyond elite. Um, the Thunder are 106.3 um, during that stretch. So their net rating for the Jazz is 12.7, 4.2 for OKC. Now, there's some There's some numbers in here that... Make you raise your eyebrows a little bit and think, this is a little, this is interesting. But it also makes me think, oh, I'm not going to read in these numbers too much because that kind of net rating, that tw- a 12.7 net rating, that's like a Golden State Warriors net rating it's for a, crazy, a season, right? Sure. But you look at, so you look at the net ratings and then look at the two teams and you're like, oh, the Warriors won. I fully trust that okay. that's going to be the same in the postseason. So, yeah. And to your point, it's an unsustainable number. Yeah. It's a number that, that you cannot continue to have over a long period of time because the Houston Rockets have the uh, highest net rating in the league and it's at an 8.5 mm-hmm. for the season. Uh, and if you remember, the Thunder had a net rating of over 10 several years ago and everyone was freaking out about it. Mm-hmm. Like it's That's a big deal to have a double-digit number there. Uh, on the season, the Jazz have a net rating of 4.6, OKC of a 2.9. And, you know, and here's the thing. 
that that's against all the teams, all the teams. And when it comes down to like this matchup, it's so it stinks because I wish they could have played later in the season. Like yeah. I wish you could have played them like a week ago with Donovan Mitchell being the primary. <laughs> well, offensive because if you look at their with Rudy healthy with yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Jay Crowder as part of their team. So if you like look at their matchups from this season, that you just throw them out in the trash. They don't. Yeah. Make any, they don't help at all. So the Thunder held the Jazz in their four meetings to 89 points per game, 27% from three, 17 assists, and 17 turnovers for the Jazz during the season. And the Thunder were 99 points per game, 34% from three, 18 assists, 14 turnovers on the season. There's not a lot you can take from that, uh, but they still had a lot of good shooting whenever the Thunder played them. Yeah. And they still played the same offensive system. And for them, and I, and it could be dumb luck. They only shot 27% from three. But it could also say that like the Thunder know how to bother yeah. this particular team and this particular offense. And I don't, we'll, we'll see if that's true. But the Thunder have to defend the three-point line. They just, they have to. Because this, this Jazz team, um, they thrive on corner threes. They shoot 41% from the left corner on 4.5 attempts per game, which is a lot. The Thunder only get 3.5 attempts per game on 37%. The right corner, they're 42% on four attempts per game. I mean, they have to, the corners in particular, because the, the Jazz only shoot 34% from above the break. That's the only three point category that the Thunder beat them in. The Thunder are 35%. Like, those numbers don't scare you. Those are league average numbers, but the 41% and the 42% from the left and right corners. If the Thunder leave these dudes, they're going to hit shots. Yep. And so... Which really, 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 really calls out Russ to be more disciplined. Yeah, or, I mean... Mellow we'll, to we'll, make run we'll, we'll talk about the matchups, but that's where you may say, Russell, why don't you take Donovan Mitchell? Totally. Yeah. You know? And that's that's your focus. You You fight over screens. You get where you need to go. You have other guys you can rely on offensively anyways that you should be. So maybe not the whole game, maybe the second half. You say, Russ, you go get Donovan Mitchell. We let Paul George play the passing lanes and Corey Brewer play the passing lanes and defend the three-point line. And that way, you're not camping out. Russ playing with Rubio, guarding Rubio makes me so nervous because one one pick – and Russ is now out of the equation, and you give Rubio two seconds to look around and to spread the ball, and it's it's over. Well, and I just don't think Russ has a respect for Ricky Rubio. Yeah, he exactly. will leave Rubio open exactly. all the time. And yeah. Rubio's been hitting this year, which is a big change. Now, yeah. one of the things I will say about the last, let's just say the last 12 games, right? So the Jazz, one of the things that was wildly unfair for the Jazz is they played a lot of the harder matchups earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. Um pre-All-Star break, a lot of them. And so if you just look over the last 10 games, which is a lot of these stats that we just kind of talked about, they had that loss to the Trailblazers. Uh, but then they they beat the Warriors, beat them by 40. They played the Lakers, the Clippers, the Lakers again, the Timberwolves without Jimmy Butler, the Grizzlies, lost to the Celtics, played the Warriors again without Steph. Uh, they lost to the Spurs. They played the Mavericks, the Hawks, which they lost to, the Kings, the Suns, the Pistons, the Pelicans, the Grizzlies, the Pacers, the Magic, the Kings, the... Like and the whole point of that is not not to try to detract because the same sense like I could look at all the games that the Thunder played those teams and say they didn't show up which is valid, um, but the Jazz did feast in the last twenty games or so over 
not the Rockets. Yeah. And, you know, that last stretch of 11 games for the Thunder, we talked about from the beginning how brutal it was. Um, and so it's one of those things where, you know, I think that obviously I'm not speaking anything that's beyond too much wisdom, but some of those numbers, the unsustainability of it is because it's a little different when you get into playoffs. The when you're playing, yeah, you're playing the same a good team, team, especially the same team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's tons of matchup questions that I think are, are worth exploring. Yeah. Um, but let's kind of, you want to do like a ranking of maybe the top five players. Yeah, we can do some matchups and some some rankings. Uh, you want to? We can. We can. Who are the best five players in this series? I think that's. We can. We can start there. I think it all begins with Russell Westbrook. He's easily the best player in this series, and he needs to play like it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Paul George is second. Paul. Jo- I agree. Paul George is the second most talented player in this series, without a doubt. And we have seen him play like a top five player in the league. We've seen him play like the 50th best player in the league. Mm -hmm. And to me, I think that we know what we're going to get from Russell. And, you know, you can look at Paul George's playoff runs and you can say, like, he's a playoff guy. Like, he knows how to play in the postseason. He's not afraid of the moment. But still, like, there's some doubt in the back of your mind about what Paul is going to be able to do in the postseason with this team. Mm-hmm. And so if he can show up and he can be, without a doubt, the second best guy or even the best guy, like he, he has potential to be the best player in this series. If he does that, then I then you can say like advantage Thunder easy. Um, yeah. I, yeah. It, and you hope. So one of the things that has been encouraging, and it's been encouraging turn for a while, is even in those games they lost that were so freaking frustrating in the last – month or so mm-hmm. is the thunder where most of the time sometimes they still default back into the mode of let me take it and go iso but oh mm-hmm. that ball has been moving way better yeah like it, i think i can't remember if it was you or if it was cats that, that mentioned uh the oh what's the stat it's not assists but it's potential assists yeah and the thunder rank relatively high on potential assists that's mm-hmm. shots that's passes within the flow of play that just didn't get turned into buckets right yeah and so for me it's the encouraging thing is like it's it comes down ultimately to these guys making shots. Yeah. And you gotta think with everything on the line and being engaged and the playoffs and all of those things that the Thunder have hopefully every incentive to be engaged the way they were the last week. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. who do you so you have Russ clear first. I think Paul George next. Probably the second. Rudy Gobert. So you go Rudy and then Donovan Mitchell as yeah. your four. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Steve. And then Steve. I put Steve and Joe Ingles like tied for fifth. Just for the stuff that Ingles does for them. Yeah, Ingles is good. He's just, I mean, I just think that Steve is there. Like overall player rating. Alone. Yeah. And I love Joe Ingles, and I think that he's great, but I don't, I think that if you want to shut down Joe Ingles, you can shut down Joe Ingles. Steven Adams Mm -hmm. is is a different animal, and he's the key to this series for me. In, in a lot of ways, because if he can disrupt what Gobert does, even like 20%, like he makes Gobert 20% worse than he is normally because of the physicality, because of the way that he pushes him around, because of all those things, then the Thunder win Steve, without Steve, maybe even in five. 
I was going to, Steve is not that much worse than Gobert. I mean, like you could probably argue that because of Steve's offense compared to Gobert's offense, Steve yeah. might, you could put them closer than Gobert's clearly better than Steve, but Steve does have the potential to be better than Gobert in this series, given the teams they play on and how the teams play. So if Steve is, has a better series than Gobert, it's not even a question. It's possible, but I, I mean, those odds are really, really low. I don't. They're really, really low that Steve has a better that he has a better impact. Like that, this that Jazz team is so centered around Gobert and every like he he is the reason that they are who they are. Mm-hmm. That they have that ninety seven uh, defensive rating is him. It's all about him. Yep, and and the way they defend the three point line because he defends the paint. They allow I think I think they may be the the third from the bottom team in. Uh, field goals in the restricted area. They just don't allow shots at the rim. I'm going to be such a hater about anything that's real about the Jazz because I'm so annoyed. Yeah, by that. and they defend the, They just defend the three point line really well. And, and they so, and they. I don't the believe rim, it. Right? They suck. But one of the things Antonio Daniels talked <laughs> Jazz about. Sucks. One of the things Antonio talked about the other day is the fact that the way you go at shot blockers like Gobert is you get into their body. Yeah, and that's where Adams has at least Ooh. some potential to be a bother. Yes, and to really pull Gobert. Well, out of his game. and this and this is where for the Thunder that getting to the free throw line is something that they can do very well. You know, post post All Star break, they're third in attempts at the free throw line. They've got to make them. They just have to make them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, they're also seventy three percent from the free throw line, which is twenty fifth in the NBA since the All Star break. They just have to be better than that. So they they have to. Yeah. Tell me, am I wrong to think the Thunder have the better bench? Is that crazy? Uh, I don't think it's crazy. No. Pretty even benches. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I I wouldn't. I don't know who to give the advantage to. It it will depend on how those how they play. So you have certainly Alec Burks. You've got Dante Exum. I need. They use Jonas Jerebko. They use Jerebko a lot. They're going to use Crowder a lot off yeah. the bench. I don't know, man. I, I like I like Grant and Abrinas and Ray Felton. And yeah, I think some of it's just familiarity too. Yeah. Which, so, so who am I missing? The four a Patrick Patterson. Mm-hmm. I mean, you may see a lot of Patterson. I hope so. He's defended really well. In the in the past yeah. few weeks, he's defended very very well, and the Thunder just need that. They're going to need good defenders. I you know I could see big minutes from him or you know Grant. Grant will play a lot in yeah. this series. Well, and the hard thing is ultimately like, do you? So here's your hope with the Mellow Favors matchup. Yeah, right. Let's start with that as far as matchup conversation. So for the Mellow Favors matchup, is you hope that Mellow plays Favors off the floor, but the yeah. fear. And maybe reality is that favors plays mellow off the floor, but I don't. To me, that's not the worst thing in the entire world. If they just go slow and pound the ball in, and well, well you feel like you can jump hook. Well, you feel hooks. like you can play Grant more, which I don't think is yeah. the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, you know, mellow. Like you're either not covering the three point line well enough, or you, you know, you can't defend favors. We got to play Grant more, yeah. and Grant can go around favors and grant can defend favors yeah so i mean it's not the it's honestly not the worst thing in the world but you would love for Melo to get hot enough to where they're like okay we 
we can got to put Jay Crowder. We cannot there. play this like old school too big lineup. We have to play small you know, with Crowder, and they've been great with Jay Crowder. And so I don't know. And Mello, but Mello, Jay Crowder is not a problem for Mello. I don't. Think. I don't think so either. I really don't. Um, now the problem, but will, that style of play has been really good for the yeah, Jazz. The problem will be just as the fear or worry is with any team we play right now is what happens when Melo gets switched to Donovan Mitchell. So is this a team that? Uh oh, they haven't they haven't <laughs> done this all they haven't done this all season. But is this a team for the Jazz where you just really try to depending on the matchup you don't switch as often? Or well, just, I, well, I think they gave you a preview of that with James Harden. Mm. Just pushing through, fighting over screens. You got to fight through this. I, I think that you can switch everybody else when they start moving the ball. They set, you know, any any sort of screen that doesn't involve Donovan Mitchell, you could switch it. Because I don't think any of those other guys are, you're not going to be afraid if Melo gets switched onto Ingles or if Melo gets switched onto Rubio or any of those guys. Those, those, those guys aren't going to kill him. But I think that you just, whoever it is, it could be, I'll, I'll I'll be very interested to see who guards him. I think that they'll start with Brewer guarding him. Um, but, oh, yeah. it, but it wouldn't surprise me if down the stretch, Russ does a similar thing. He's like, give him, I've, I've got give Mitchell. Him yeah, and I think, I, I think you're right. I think that one of the things that they, what I can see a lot, which it makes tons of sense, is, is if any of those guys get past the perimeter. That's why it's, ta- it's going to take, um, it's going to take just a lot of discipline on the perimeter for this team on multiple levels. Yeah. Like I think number one, obviously the three point line is, is something that's a huge advantage for the jazz. But yeah. the other thing is, is they, I mean, Gobert does not, they don't post Gobert up with the point of him scoring right out the gate. But what they no. do is they, if they get any penetration, they're constantly looking for him for the lob and Steven mm-hmm. helps so much that it sets him up to have those backdoor lobs all the time from right. Gobert. And so you just have to be disciplined and not let people fly by you. Can't trust uh, the help defense as much as you maybe have throughout the season. So, yeah. Yeah, the, the Jazz on the defensive end, uh, opponents shoot 39% from the left corner against them, uh, but they only allow 2.7 attempts. The Thunder are allowing from that same corner 3.9 attempts. Yeah. I mean, I, like the Thunder have got to limit that and this is the same from the right corner 41 percent from the corner so like the opponents are shooting well but they're just not getting enough they're 2.4 attempts from there 3.7 for the thunder at the same percentage and then above the break they're basically the same team at 36 percent any other matchups you see that thunder fans should pay attention to i'll just be interested to see what where they put paul on the defensive end um because i don't think they have a great defender for him for paul george Ingles is going to spend a lot of time. Yeah, and Ingles is a, he's an underrated defender, but he he is not going to be able to stay with Paul mm-hmm. um, if Paul wants to. That's the thing is like yeah. sometimes Paul's like, oh, this guy's on me. I guess I'll just be over here, right? You know what I mean? I fully expect P to be totally locked in. Mm-hmm. Op, op. That's what they call him, isn't it? P. That's what you call him now. P. You are just like Mello. That's a PG. weird one. That's a weird PP. They call him PP head. PP. Yeah. Pee pee poo poo. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm very interested to see how he plays on that end because if he can be a guy that can play mostly guys that are off the ball and can play the passing lanes and they can have somebody kind of be the Robertson role where they're playing the best guy where they can just stick Russ or stick uh, Corey. I think Corey will play him mostly, but on Donovan Mitchell and just say that you stay with him, you stay with Mitchell. 
and then you let Paul get into the passing lanes because and Alex talked about this the other day. The Jazz turn it over a lot, mm-hmm. and the Thunder have the personnel. Thank you, Jay. Thank you for Jay's pouring coffee. Thank for you us. for Jay coffee. Thank you for Jay coffee. Uh, Best coffee of my week, right here. Oh if, yeah, <laughs> I think that. Uh, oh yeah. If the Thunder have a chance to play the passing lanes and get out in transition and play fast, uh, this Jazz team allows that to happen. Now they don't allow a ton of points on the other end. They're able to recover and play well in transition. But the Thunder are just a different animal when it comes to playing in transition. When you have a Russ, you have a Paul George and a Corey Brewer. Like those dudes are elite in transition. And so <clears throat> you have to wonder if that's where a huge advantage lies and you know if the Thunder can do <clears throat> these two things or these three things, then I if if you told me that these three things were going to happen, one the Thunder cover the Wait, three. Are these your Riverwind keys to the game? Is it yeah. <laughs> Everybody go gamble your lives away at Riverwind. Mm-hmm. If they sure. can cover the sure. three point line. They should pay us. <laughs> they cover the three point line. One. You told me they were going to do that. Two, they make their free throws because they're going to get to the free throw line. And hopefully they stay aggressive and try to get Rudy in foul trouble and just attack yeah. him. That's the key. And you can't be afraid to go at him. And then three, um, son of a B. I lost it. <laughs> transition. transition points. If they can get out in transition, they can, you know, get the Jazz to turn the ball over enough times they turn it over 17 yep. times per game um earlier in the season if they can get them to average somewhere close to that like if you told me the thunder did that i say yeah the thunder went in five yeah yeah because that's where the jazz are going to the jazz will win this series if the thunder don't cover the three-point line well and if the thunder don't shoot well from the free throw line I just don't. I just don't believe it. I just I, honestly, in no part of me believes that the Jazz will win this series. Man, you are no far, part of me. far more confident than I am. No part of me. You want to? Like oh, just wait till my predictions, dude. I like you. Well, let's go yeah. ahead. Thank you. Um, so we talked at length about the game. Anything else we want to talk about about the? Series? Yeah. So is this? I saw this, and this was really interesting. On the season, in the restricted area, opponent shoots sixty-two point one percent against the Jazz. That's 12th in the NBA. I was like, oh. Well, I thought I was in there. The attempts are low. The bottom five in attempts from opponents, but still 62%. Yeah, that, that was that was surprising. An, that was an interesting number because opponents shoot worse against the Thunder. They shoot 62.1% versus the Jazz. They shoot just a straight 62% versus OKC. So you're telling me Steve's better. I'm telling you that Steven Adams is the defensive player of the year. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and the Thunder need to, they need to clearly win the minutes when Gobert's off the floor because their defense is still pretty good, but it, it falls off a cliff pretty significantly. I, I can pull up his on off numbers, but I looked him up last night and was like, oh, well, that's, that's quite a difference and the good thing is gobert will probably get hurt at some point during this series i'm just counting on him being out (laughs) he probably will if he does they're screwed like they're they're done dude they're screwed they're screwed anyway and last year they had hayward and they had guys that they could go to like now i mean they've been better rodney hood was not very good for them and they're better with jay crowder but i think the biggest flaw with this jazz team is that 
they don't have a guy they can go to besides Donovan Mitchell. And if Mitch, if the if the moment is too big for Donovan Mitchell, and we don't know, that's where I'm I'm very interested to see how he reacts and how he plays. Because if he plays just like this is he's been here before and knows what to do, like that's a big deal for them. But they also just don't have anybody else. You know, this is you know we, we talk about this being his first playoff round. This is Ricky Rubio's first playoff appearance in his career. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's on the Timberwolves he's the whole for the time. <laughs> and so that, I mean, the, it matters. Being, you know, playing in the playoffs matters, and having that experience matters. The Thunder have experience up and down their roster. When you talk about their starting lineup is highly experienced in the playoffs, including Brewer. Uh, Raymond Felton has played a lot of playoff games. Patrick Patterson has lost a lot of playoff games with those Raptors. You know? Yep, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a very experienced team, and I think that that it it matters. You know, Antonio Daniels talked about it the other day. It's just different. Just driving, pulling up to the arena, it's a different feeling. It's a different atmosphere, and you know, I I did think like, oh, it's probably better that the that the Thunder start on the road, so they kind of have something stacked against them. Man. Playing at, playing at home. Dude, but. they're going to go up 2-0, and it's going to be no problem. <laughs> no, but think about... I hope so. I wish I had your confidence, man. I, I just know. don't... I just don't believe any of these advanced, uh, any of these things about the Jazz. Because, <laughs> anyway, we won't get into it. But, um, man, the amount of playoff games Russ has, and Paul George, and, how, and the amount of serious, like, real, real, real playoff games they both had. Mm-hmm. Russ been to the finals, Western Conference finals, a lot of times. Paul George in those uh, battles with the Heat against LeBron James, like all these things, man. I just don't believe anything about the Jazz based on <laughs> experience and based on how much of their offense is Donovan Mitchell being amazing. And he's great. He's and good. I think he'll score a lot in this series. I really do. But I don't think it's gonna I I don't think it's gonna make the difference for them. I like you. Uh so the Jazz with Gobert on the floor, ninety seven point seven defensive rating. Mm-hmm. When he's off, hundred and five. Yeah, it's a big So deal. like the Thunder need to target those minutes when he's off the floor and they need to make runs yep they can do that i think they'll win the series pretty easily and yeah so the the way the playoff this round or or this series goes you have sunday this sunday night 5 30 central is when that tips off here at oklahoma city then they play wednesday so a couple days rest in between they play wednesday at seven o'clock yeah then they go to salt lake city and this is saturday and monday of next week and uh they play at 9 p.m local on saturday night and then mm-hmm. on monday night they play at 9 30 it's so spread out so it's not really once you get past the first two games it's one 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 they have an nba tv game too yeah i just kind of weird look at yeah why would that happen that's weird i don't know so it's, anyway, it's the second game in okc yeah. it's the nba tv so let's pick while we're here while while we're talking about it <laughs> let's i want to hear some predictions for how these series how this series is going to go down I'll be conservative uh, and go five. Hold on, hold on Taylor. Hold on. Hey, Sorry. Taylor. while we're here, why don't we uh, get some predictions for the series? Taylor, what do you got? I'll be conservative and go Thunder and five. Would not be surprised at all if they sweep. What? <laughs> I mean, would not, would be, not surprised be surprised at all. at all if they sweep. 
Oh, Lord. No part of me. And I'm just going to laugh so hard at all these people who were big. Okay. Going into the seasons, like, oh, Jazz yeah. might be pretty good. And then it was Nuggets, right? All low, Arnovitz, all these nerd types. I love them. I do. Yeah. But they're so dumb about crap. Like, like they piss me off about teams like this. They're on the Nuggets and then they go, Oh, the Nugs maybe aren't that good. Let's seamlessly transition into the Jazz. Oh, yeah. The Jazz are great. We've been talking about the Jazz. Did we say the Nuggets? We meant the Jazz. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We meant jazz um sorry guys i've got the thunder in six okay yeah i think i think okay so you'll win the first two they'll lose the third in utah and then they'll win the next two no that's five that's five so <laughs> nice yeah, right. that's, uh, yeah, yeah that's, five uh, thunder five uh, i'm not gonna call them in five but uh so maybe they you know i don't know maybe they trade a couple back and forth but obviously i think utah can get two games probably two home games obviously i think thunder and six as well i think they can win that last game in utah i don't think the thunder are afraid to play in utah they've that's won, what it is they've won a lot and then they'll games. come back home and win that one that's russell has played a lot um, oh, that's not or, it either i still don't know how the series works two two Idiot. one 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 two two one 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 so <laughs> yeah good job jay you um, did it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, six. I think the Thunder are not afraid to play there. They've they've won a lot of games in Utah. That's where, like, you look at the Portland matchup. If they potentially played them, like they haven't won in Portland, nope, since like nineteen seventy five. Yeah, obviously, I'd like to have played New Orleans or San Antonio, but even yeah. New Orleans makes me nor- more nervous for the Jazz because of Anthony Davis. You know the the Pelicans, Dude, talent, talent, and superstars always. Like in the playoffs, it's Mm -hmm. just different. It's just different. Every year we see it this way. Every single year. Yeah. It doesn't matter, man. I love you. I'm I'm being serious, too. (laughs) I know. I'm I'm being serious, too. I'm kind of putting this on. I am being, I'm putting this on a little bit. Yeah. But I do believe what I'm saying. Yeah. I hear a lot of Thunder and Seven. Yep. (sighs) That's the number that I hear the most when I've asked people i've asked a bunch of people like what are you where where are you at and for some people home court advantage was is the reason why and why so, they pick thunder and seven because yeah. they have home court thunder i'm just i'm telling i'm telling you that's that's i'm not going to tell you who but i'm gonna i'm gonna I, say that's i've heard that more than once yeah I, I can see that but i also think the thunder have proven a lot that they can win on the road big games on the road yeah i don't have any doubt so. about that so i it's i think the jazz will make it a series uh, but i think ultimately okc wins and moves on to play houston jazz are so disciplined and so intelligent they're gonna give they're well they're well they're coached be in the game they're they're be smart i think that you give the coaching advantage to utah um which is insane to, with to start with but i just i also i think that the general inclination is to give like i just said give the coaching edge to utah but Billy has shown yeah. that he can outcoach. Like he outcoached Steve Kerr in the conference finals. Popovich. He outcoached Popovich in the series before. Rick Carlisle the series before that. Yeah, and it's he's just out talented. It's Rick hard. Carlisle, like really, it, it will but, forever be hard for me with Quinn Snyder because I remember those Missouri teams so much. He was terrible. But man, he went to Duke and had like this reclamation of life, and then he went on overseas, the right and then came back, and he's been a <laughs> phenomenal coach. <laughs> I don't know if that's a right. After his reclamation of life, <laughs> <laughs> he was he he's good. I like that. Um, but yeah, I it's gonna be. I think it'll be a fun series. I think. Uh, okay, so here's here's a question. 
who is going to be the guy that Thunder fans hate the most? Because over the course of a playoff series, there are just guys that you just grow to hate so much. You know, like with Memphis, like you just grew to hate almost that entire team. Right. And there's just like annoying guys that pop up. And you're like, man, I didn't know this dude was going to be like this. Like, I, I hate this dude. Ingles? Yeah, Joe Ingles. If, just, Joe, if Joe gets hot and is hitting like 50% of his threes, which is possible. And he does, he does some, uh, he's got a little bit of a, he'll talk some trash. And he can be, he can be dirty. Right. That's what, he can do some Steve slash Draymond Green type of things. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Rudy. Rudy G. And Rudy will talk smack. He'll talk smack and he also like complains a lot when he gets foul calls. Yeah. Kind of like the th- every single Thunder player does. Yeah, just the whole organization for the Thunder. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we have spent a lot of time talking about this series, which have. is obviously the most important series to us. <laughs> um, surprise, yeah. you're on a Thunder podcast uh, or show. And so any, any other thoughts before we move on to some other? Let's rapid fire these uh, other matchups. We, we're not going to pretend to know everything about these other teams because uh, we just primarily cover the thunder but we are going to give our rapid fire picks for these and then we're going to try to answer as many questions as we can all right so let's start in the east just to get those over yeah uh toronto washington washington in seven stop it washington in seven toronto serious are you serious dead serious paul pierce picked him it opened the door for me did he really paul pierce hold on we need to i'm writing these down so taylor's got washington no yeah washington in seven (laughs) (laughs) wow that's amazing. All right, let's proud let's, of you. I'm going to pick. <laughs> Good job, Taylor. I'm picking Toronto on five. <laughs> You're picking Toronto on five? Yeah. Come on, have faith in John Wall and the Bradley Beal balls. I don't. They've been awful this year. They lost to the Magic. <laughs> lost to the Magic. <laughs> Andrew, uh, give me Toronto on five, too. Okay. Mm. All right. Anything particular about that series that you're excited about? Uh, the inevitable I, Toronto game one loss? I think definitely, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, you know, I guess the Wizards could turn it on, but Scott Brooks has even turned on this team a little bit in the last yeah. week of the season. Uh, I just don't believe in that Washington team. Nope. Uh, My favorite thing, honestly, about- I don't. I don't enjoy the Raptors. They just suck the life out of basketball for mm-hmm. me. I don't. They're good, cool, but I don't. I don't. I'm not looking forward to that series. So yeah, heck no, I'm not watching this. Most exciting thing about that series to me is the Toronto fans. They're always a blast. Yeah, they love it, and they're also agonizing. And maybe, time. and maybe Masai will give us a big f bomb to start the series. That's too. the hope. Kyle Lowry and Demar are going to mess up this first game so bad. <laughs> Stop it! Every year, man. I can't wait till they it's win tradition. five. And I just give you the middle finger. This is just tradition. All right, next matchup: Boston, Milwaukee. Ugh, this is kind of a gross series. Gross. Because mm-hmm. you talk about Milwaukee being just a massively underachieving team. Yeah, they're not they're not a fun team to watch outside of Giannis. Uh, gosh, I don't even I don't even know. I think I would I'll go Celtics in seven. Man, the Celtics don't have. Yeah, but they know they win games. That's what I know. Milwaukee doesn't. Milwaukee has star Mil- a star. Yeah, Milwaukee has the only star playing. This is basically Brad Stevens versus Giannis. Yes, yeah. it is. And <laughs> absolutely, I'm picking Boston in six. Ooh, I'm taking Milwaukee and it's gonna go six or seven. I'm it taking will. Milwaukee. It in will. Seven. There's going to be some low scoring, disgusting. Yeah, games. not watching that series either. This should be the relegated to NBA TV series. Just let's just play yeah. It for we're that to be. did you see we're on NBA That's what TV he said, yeah. Tuesday? I can't believe yeah. it. it's stupid. 
It's so stupid. It's I hate so Halloween. dumb. It's Wednesday, I think, right? It's the Jazz's fault. If the Thunder played any other Western yeah, Conference team, they would never be on NBA right. TV. Philadelphia. Oh, anything? I mean, yeah, that game's, that's the most, that's the worst series of the first round. Um, yeah, probably. I don't know. Maybe. Definitely. All right. Oh, next. yeah. It's gross. <laughs> yeah. It's bad. <laughs> All right. Next one. Maybe the, <clears throat> the one Eastern Conference series I'm the most excited about. Philadelphia versus Miami. Ooh, that's going to be a good one. Uh, what did Leslie say? Um, Bienvenido a mi. Oh, golly. Bienvenido a mi. That was pretty fun. It was man. very Dallas suburbs of her. Ooh. I will say that. Didn't surprise me. I'm she so lives in Dallas and comes up here. I loved it so much. Uh, hate you, Texas. Philadelphia in seven. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going Philly too. I don't believe Miami will pull How it far? out. Seven. That's going to be a good series, though, man. Miami's Goran good. Dragic is good. Goran, they have experience yeah. on their team. They've got a lot of veterans. They're they're savvy. Winslow's they're, been better. They're heady. Philly heady is plays. Philly is so young. They're so good, so though. young. They're so good. I pick Philly in seven as well. Like we talked about the Jazz net rating and stuff like that and their defensive rating in the past 15 games. The only team that's better than them during that stretch is is Philly. Man, Embiid. Oh, God. It's going to be so fun watching Embiid go at uh, Whiteside. I hate that he's missing game one. Yeah. And I hope that he doesn't miss much time. That's why I pick it to go along. If Embiid was playing, I would pick Philly in five. But I just don't know when he's going to come back. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's go Cleveland, Indiana. Cleveland in four. Yep. Yeah. Mm, no. They, they're they going to be slow to start the playoffs. I think Cleveland in like six. Okay. And then people are going to freak out. Yeah. I'm, I'm picking Cleveland in four. Yeah. I love this Pacers team. And I love Victor Oladipo and Domas and those dudes. I This is a – it's a great story. It really is. Uh, but when it comes to – I mean, Vic's played in one playoff series. Domas really didn't play against the Rockets. Mm-hmm. You know – um, you know they've got some guys that have some playoff experience on their team. Darren Collison's played a lot of playoff games, yeah. and um, Vic had four games of experience. Yeah, that that yeah, I, I don't know. Like I just I just see LeBron and Kevin Love on the other side, and I just say, yeah, yeah okay. It's, you pick four, right? Sweet. Yeah, that that'll be maybe. Well, probably not my only sweep, but one of my only sweeps yeah. is Cleveland. Yeah, and I, I mean, I could, I could absolutely see it going the way Taylor talked about. I just think they're going to be slow and not. I don't think they're going to respect the when do the they Pacers. when do they engage? When do they choose to do yeah. that? So, okay, so let's move to the Western Conference. We've already picked the Thunder and the Jazz series. Just a reminder: Taylor picked them in five. Wouldn't be surprised if it was four. <laughs> and Andrew and I both went with six. Let's go Portland, New Orleans. Uh, Portland in seven. Yeah. Oh, I, really? I think the Pellies are gonna gonna push them. I think Davis is. Man, anything. I don't think people even understand how good this dude is. If they if they had a better GM, like people would be dude, talking way more about him. Even though Zach Lowe's like got him in his top five for his MVP talks, I still feel like it's still somehow like underrates yeah. his abilities. Yeah. I'll go Portland in six. I'll go Portland in six as well. Rondo's been good, though. For some reason, that Pelicans team has been Drew Hall Drew Holiday, Nikola Miritich. Yeah, like, they're healthy. They, yeah, I mean, they're that healthy. Cha- Miritich going to that team and AD and Miritich playing together has changed they're great. so much. They're very good. Yeah, they're very they're good. good. They're, they're a team that you just look at and you're just like, eh. But 
What if, they Which, still- if you dig in a little bit, you're like, oh, like, yeah. this Pelicans is pretty good. Yeah. What if they still had Cousins? Man, they've been better since because it's better with Dude, they were they're rolling for a little while with Cousins. They're scary. They're definitely a scarier they're playoff They're scary, team. man. But yeah. Boogie hadn't been in the playoffs either. I know. So I think so all I of know. us, it was hard. I was leaning probably closer to five games for Portland, but you got me pushed out to six. Oh, okay. yeah. That's what we're doing? All right, cool. All right, next series. Let's go San Antonio, Golden State. Mm. Golden State in five. Yeah, Golden State five. I just I think this is if if the Warriors were hoping for one matchup, it was this one. Yep. I'm picking the sweep, Golden State in four. Yeah. God, it makes me so mad. <laughs> San Antonio's been trash, man. Yeah, Golden State doesn't have Steph in the first round. They get the worst team going into the Western yep, playoffs. And and they don't get the winner of OKC Utah. Yep. They get the Ugh. winner of Portland New Orleans. Portland and Portland and Golden State, I think that'd be a that'll be a fun series, man. What's, especially what's if Steph's Portland's not. been good against Golden State this especially year. Especially if Steph isn't hundred percent. If Steph can come back, it's tough because Portland just tries to be Golden State light. Right. For the most part. And they have like Nurkic is the a, what changes the equation. If he can be good, then that changes things. But they, they're Golden State light in a lot of ways, and mm-hmm. you just you can't beat them yeah. trying to play their style. Right. So I wouldn't give them a shot against Golden State. But I could be wrong. If Aminu can win his matchup against Kevin Durant in that series, <laughs> then they're good. That's right. I think they can really, they really could be in that make series. Some, make something happen. That's, and it's happened before, right? Yeah. You guys remember when Al Farouk dominated Kevin Durant oh, that one man, time? Oh, man, he was great. That never happened. Okay, oh. um, let's do our last series. Is Houston, Minnesota. Ugh. The question really is how many games does Houston win? Yeah. They could sweep You sweep that? that? They Houston, could sweep Houston it. sweep. Yeah. Nope. I'm not doing it. The def- the defensive end is not good enough for Minnesota, and, th- and their bench sucks. <laughs> They're telling me D Rose. Their bench is, is not terrible. leading to the promised land. Yeah, Jamal Crawford has been a little underwhelming. Oh, he's been not he's been not good. Gorgie Jang has not been good. Gorgie has too much confidence to shoot the ball. They that team is not. If they had any sort of bench, I would say that they could push them to five or six. But. And and I feel like they are not going to use Cat like they should in the playoffs. No, dude. They, well, they didn't. He Tim's didn't watching the Nugs. The last shot that he got in regulation was with six minutes left. Stupid. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Stupid, I, stupid, I take stupid. Houston in four. I'm going to give them the gentleman sweep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Give them five. Uh, here's what I'll say about the, uh, that. The starters yesterday came up with the, uh, the douchebag sweep. Mm-hmm. Which is What's that? like Minnesota wins game one and then Houston wins all the other four. <laughs> yeah. Like you make them feel like they have a chance. Ah, uh, dang it. So you're telling me the heat douchebag sweeped us in the final. They did douchebag sweep us. And they, they, that came up because of Toronto and losing game one. They're like, we'll give the Raptors a douchebag sweep. I love, I love, those dudes are the best here. So yeah. I asked this question, just a final kind of conversation about the Minnesota Houston series. Um, is there a chance I know what I would do if I was the GM. Is there a chance if they get swept that Tibbs is gone? Oh, no, no, no. Not this early. I just don't think he's the guy for them. No, but this is the first time they've been in the playoffs in and 14 they years. Have too much, they have so too much to lean on. Jimmy was out. Yeah. They've, they've yeah. got too much. There's, there's yeah. too many, like, this happened, that. If they were healthy all season and they barely stuck Yeah, they're in. the three seed. and I mean, they're probably the three seed, I think. If Jimmy, yeah, if... if if Jimmy Jimmy Butts plays, 
the whole season they're probably a three or four seed and we're not having this conversation yeah. so okay i don't think so i just man i watched i just wasn't super excited i don't think it. i'm no, not certain that he's, he's the guy good. either but i just don't think that there's an, enough the there to say because i mean they are in the playoffs for the first time in like I don't, how many years 14 like 20, 14 yeah. 14 it's been years. 2004 so just to do that <laughs> 2004 to clear, to clear that time. threshold is is something that means something to that organization that city that fan base i was 13 yeah that's weird that is weird just getting hair on my okay, face so face 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 good you want to jump through any cues are we ready to move to Let's, our final question no questions. i know what time it is jay all right <laughs> <laughs> let's run through it's twitter questions time twitter questions well, we gotta give the people some stuff all right oh, yeah. so this one i'm just gonna kind of pick and choose like i said if we didn't read yours i apologize thanks for sending in we love you you're our best friends we, we love you forever thank you <laughs> uh let's go for this first one <clears throat> this is from at c to the bradford barring injury setbacks or for either player who do you think plays more minutes in a game in playoffs abrinus or brewer Brewer, big Brewer. Brewer in this. Well, I don't know. I, th- I think that there's a sh- there's a chance that if Abrinas is is hot and they don't guard, if they don't guard Corey, then I think you have to play Abrinas more because you need to have open open lanes, open shots. And so if you can generate better shots with Abrinas in there, it wouldn't surprise me to see him play more. Does that make sense? Yes. Are we talking about Billy Donovan's son? Yes. Billy did that against Houston, though. And that's that's where my doubt comes in with that question mm. is that he did he did that he didn't play Corey as much as he played Alex. <gasps> so if as long as he's healthy, and we don't know, it feels like every time that Alex starts to like something happens, starts to be good, something bad happens to him. And his uh, knee, Spanish his, curse, whatever. Also, if I can be honest, really glad that the Thunder didn't trade Alex or Ferguson. Mm. Ferguson is so encouraging, especially for. Uh, Avery Bradley. Can yeah. You, can you imagine Ooh. if they did that trade that everyone's talking about? Come on, you just gotta get Thunder. Avery Bradley. And he's Avery out. Bradley. And he's out for the season. Yep. <laughs> All right. So this next one is from at the underscore Sternlick. Which NBA player players? is under the most pressure this season, this postseason. I think we all should have the exact same two guys and one team. Camp. Yeah. On Chris three. One, two, oh. three. Chris Paul, Paul James Harden, oh, Paul George. Paul George. LeBron James. Victor Oladipo. I think the Rockets, James Harden, and Chris Paul are the team DeMar DeRozan. with the most pressure on them. Evan Turner. Right. Andrew, Evan you said Turner. Paul George. There's tons of pressure on Paul. Yeah. To perform, to have, you know, to be present with this team. <laughs> right. To, I mean, there's a lot of pressures there for him. I agree, though, Jay. I think league-wide... I think people are really looking at James Harden and Chris Paul like, okay, you guys did this regular season. Mm-hmm. Do something you've never done before now. Mm-hmm. LeBron, too. Tons of pressure on LeBron to yeah. carry this team that has Oof. sucked on defense back to the finals. And now you got the I just Tristan Thompson I just don't scandal. ever feel like LeBron, like, pr- like it's pressure and LeBron, just whatever. I, yeah, I agree. But they're still. Turn him into a diamond, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, a, you know, for right, real. Bro. And also the way the East is shaping up. Like how sad are Toronto fans to have to play that team in the second round? Yeah, like they're just like yeah. they've already wet their pants. Like 10 I mean, the times ideal Eastern it. Conference Finals for me is Philadelphia versus the Cavs. Yeah, and Philly is is so young, and yeah. who knows where Embiid is if he if he can stay healthy and play, and you know 
then Ben Simmons is the best player on that team. And like Ben Simmons is great, but can Ben Simmons carry a young team to the finals? I mean, the answer is no. Maybe. Right. The answer is maybe. Against Braun? Maybe. No. He's the next Braun Braun. No, no, no. I'm not saying it would be the one that has the most chance for somebody to beat Cleveland, but I think mm-hmm. it'd be the most maybe enjoyable series. They are the team to me that has the best chance to beat Cleveland. Yeah, but they won't. I don't think they will. No, I won't either. If if Embiid is healthy and is dominant, if the Sixers make the finals, I will love it. That will be insane. And <laughs> I mean, for real, it deserves that. But as we're talking about it, I can see it. I can also see them losing to Miami. Absolutely. Because of their inexperience. Yep. Not ready for the moment. They're not making the finals. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said or, that. I, I deserve this for saying that they could make the finals. No, 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 no. I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's that crazy though. It's crazy. The East is. I'm leaving it on. <laughs> the East is so bad. The East sucks. The, the winner of Boston Milwaukee is not like they can beat that team. That's what I'm saying. They can make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Can they? They're not going to beat the Cavs. Yes, they could. They can. All right. Can they? Next question comes from at Ozzy2761, who asks, is it too early to wake up and have a beer at 8.30 a.m. on a Sunday morning, Sydney time, our tip-off? Or should I just party through Saturday night and watch the game through one blurred out eye? Hashtag pumped, hashtag thunder up. Get some sleep, and if you need need one, get up and get one. Oh, you got, just, I think it's like airport time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you're watching a live game that's being broadcast from another country you're good man you're on that country's time here's what i would maybe suggest is maybe just hold off on the beer start with a morning beverage tequila <laughs> yeah straight <laughs> absinthe or everclear shots tequila sunrise followed by everclear followed by hospital visit followed by thunder wind thunder wind baby <laughs> so yeah no come on Oh man! Sometimes, especially when we get to these games where it's nine p.m. and nine thirty, I'm like, I'll watch a game at eight thirty any yeah. day of the week. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question comes from your mama at Thunder Borakua, who asks, "How many minutes Grant and Mello would average last year in the playoffs?" Gibson averaged twenty three point six minutes, and Grant twenty two minutes. Yeah, I, that that Grant stat from last season is pretty interesting. I think. Mello will play more, but it will look closer to to that scenario, I think. Um, also, just because he's not just going to be the backup for Mello, he's the backup for Steve. He can possibly play on the wing. They're going to use Grant a lot. He's versatile. He's able to do a lot. His shot has looked so much better lately. I sat and watched him drain three after three after three in warm-ups the other day. And he wasn't doing that earlier in the season. He's more confident in his shot. It's more compact. It, it just looks better. He looks better. He's more under control with it. Um, so you can play him in so many scenarios. So many. All right, two questions directly for Andrew. One from at Detally Live. Uh, well, both of them from at Detally Live. The first one is, Andrew, are you going to ask a question to anyone on the playoff podium? If I've, I want, like, mm-hmm. so I've, throughout the year, I've, wanted to like if i have the opportunity to do something like that i'm going to take it. like i had an opportunity to ask greg popovich a question like i have to like i'm standing right yeah. there i can reach out and touch the man i have to ask him a question god you should have touched him and so i 
Have you ever thought about putting your hand on somebody's shoulder as you ask them the question? And pray for them? Hey, Greg, just say, can I pray for you can real I, quick? Can I Let's play some hands on you? <laughs> you okay if I play some I hands I have on a you? feeling that you're just going through some stuff. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would like to. We'll see. I feel like it's the we'll church see. I, I would like to. Yeah. If I can come up with a good question, I'm not just going to. Yeah. Uh, if, I, if I have a good question after a game, yes. Don't do that moment where you, you get on there and you're like, I'm, uh, this is my first. I'm really nervous. And, yeah. Uh, there was nervous. I there forgot. was nervous rest guy at the beginning of the season where he was like, ah, and he's like started the question. I can't do this. <laughs> he ended the mic off, or it'd be like Fred where he said, asked himself a question to Russ and Russ, Russ and uh, Durant. Remember that? Hey, uh, Fred. He said, Fred Castellorman's transcript. Uh, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> do you not write him down? Like I would have to write him down for big moments like that. No, what you do is like you sit there and you play it in your head the first your first draft of the question and you say that sounds so stupid i cannot say that and then you like try to like restate it and then you end up like asking something completely different right like what what kind of underwears you got on <laughs> yeah you, you were gonna ask how your garden hey hey tell me about garden donovan mental and then all of it comes hey uh what kind of underwear you got what kind of underwears <laughs> hey when you make the basket when when does it happen oh, oh tell crap me, tell me when you shoot oh. the ball when did you learn to shot the ball <laughs> Okay. Uh, when you score a basket, is it two points? Oh, dang it. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm never coming back. Uh, you, you, your nipples chafing your jersey. <laughs> Andrew Shack, da- think about that. Daily, daily punter. Da- oh, Andrew. No. Daily oh, punter. no. Bye. I forgot my name. <laughs> I mean, I'm not kidding. Like the nervousness, I would assume sometimes for those. And I mean, you eventually get used to it, obviously. But Well, I'm not used to it yet. Not you, but I'm saying like cats. Especially like, with Russell. Like, oh, could happen. You just have to without we we just don't think when you ask Russell a question. I've asked him a few things. I'm not I'm not every time. I have to have something good, something yeah, relevant, something for sure. to throw. I'm not just going to throw. So I was like Barry Trammell, who just like who doesn't care. He just hot fire. Tram is the best so question. This is really funny. <laughs> in the scrum uh, at the Memphis game, he walks in kind of late, and he just shoves his arm in, and he's like resting it on some dude's head, <laughs> like trying to get the audio. <laughs> looking back and he's like just reaching his arm just straight through Barry Trammell yeah hey you gotta get what you need to get man he's the very best anybody who dogs him just doesn't know him yeah get to know him you love him forever that's great all right next question same guy at detally live faithful faithful oh he's the man um before the 2016 playoffs Andrew promised if Oklahoma City won the title he would get a Dion Waiters tattoo on his bottom does Andrew have any announcements to make for this year's playoff? Wow. <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah, it's not quite as much excitement. There's not anybody like Dion on this team. I mean, there is actually. Ray? Raymond Felton is Dion Waiters oh, Jr. Jay. Junior. Junior. That's so disrespectful. Junior. Dion. It really is. Uh, Junior. Junior? Yeah. I don't know. It would It would be super weird if I got someone's face tattooed on my butt now that i'm like around them for some reason uh dion waiters on your butt is is just funny getting raymond felton on your butt is creepy and bad yeah. it feels bad <laughs> it like, feels right. bad and it's an omen for a weight problem yeah. Ooh. <laughs> or like that one butt cheek just starts getting really fat yeah see you know how weird, your walk would be all off like oh, just man. one butt cheek was all heavy but i would have some hella swagger oh, oh yeah you you'd would. look like uh 
What's what's the Eddie Murphy uh, nutty professor? You know, like when he's going through the changes and he gets stuck. Like some of his body parts are fat yeah. and some are skinny. You You're asking like if that. Andrew remembered a moment from Nutty Professor. It's like his top three. That's like, do you remember what happened when you were 13 years old? Like, yes, of course. I, I remember do. all of it. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was my life. Uh, yeah. What y'all talking about? We need to try to talk. <laughs> we need to try to talk Luke into something, though. Yeah, he's not going to get a tattoo on his body though of anybody. Well, maybe if we force him to heavy, heavy amounts of. We'll just see if if something if the Thunder get to the Western Conference Finals, Luke has to buy three or four pieces of jewelry. <laughs> He'll do that anyway. Don't yeah, give him an excuse. That's on the docket. <laughs> no, but that I to go back to that moment. I had serious conversations with my wife when the Thunder were up three one. I was like, you know, I, Amy, like. They're, I, a, they're a Clay Thompson scorched earth game six from you. I seriously, I'm going to have to get this tattoo on my butt of, of Dion waiters. And she's like, are you serious? She, she was not happy about it. And I said, I have to do it. I just, nobody would have ever it. seen it either. She would have seen it though. That's a problem. She would, yeah, she would, she'd be the one to see it the yep. most. Mm-hmm. And but then you'd have people asking me like me, <laughs> it'd be really funny. Cause like now if like people recognize me at the game, they'd be Dude, like, Hey, pull out your butt cheek. Let me see it. Can you show me? For real. Show it would be that. Deal. Show me the deal. Think about the first, like, on... My so what we settled with was that I would get it on my hip, like, right here. Like, not actually on my cheek, but, like, right here. Hmm. And that would be a... I mean, I could show be very cool. Yeah. And think about what you'd have to do at Media Day if they had to re-sign Dion. Ooh, weird. Hey, yeah, I would have got back to What Dion. I would try to do is get Dion to get right down and put his face <laughs> by my head <laughs> I mean, and take the picture. Hey, look at this. He would have done it too because Dion's amazing. Uh, no, he would have yeah. sucked you in the face maybe. Maybe. All right, so no, I have one. He would have he he just laughed. Or mm-hmm. sucked your face. And then he would have said, we look good as a unit. We look good as a unit. We look good as a unit. Good as a unit. All right, one last question for you. But before we get there, I want to talk about some of my favorite people. And I'm not kidding. I don't just say that. Like it's like literally yeah, one of your like the owner people. of Oklahoma yeah. Shirt Company is like my best one of my best friends. And yeah. so Oklahoma Shirt Company is an incredible company, and uh, they just take care of people. And so if you have any sort of need, apparel wise, you want to get hats, you want to get jerseys, you want to get socks, you want to get bandanas, like you want anything printed on, embroidered. They do numbers for jerseys. They will take care of your need. And if they don't know how to do it, they're going to figure out how to do it, and they're going to get you taken care of. Mm-hmm. And so com. you can also sign up for their shirt of the month if you're in Oklahoma or Texas. $10 a month plus shipping and uh, some taxes, and you get a themed Oklahoma or Texas shirt every single month. And uh, they just make quality stuff. I'm wearing an Oklahoma Shirt Company shirt right now. It's fantastic. And, it looks uh, good. You look good. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good fit. And uh, but all those shirts are awesome, and I sign my son up for it. He gets one every month, and he loves those shirts as well. I'm not sure he really knows, but we love him being in them. In them, for real. So call Oklahoma Shirt Company, email them, check them out, tell them Down to Dunk sent you. Support the people that support Down to Dunk as you always do. We appreciate that. So here's the question: Are You guys miffed or peeved? Miff, 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 miffed and peeved. So I shared this with you guys earlier. I'll start. So my weekend is relatively wide open. We have a wedding, but it's kind of midday wedding on Saturday, but not nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I get up on Thursday morning, the playoffs end. I know they're going to play the Jazz. I know they have home court advantage. And I go and I'm like going to the bathroom and I get my phone and I check my phone after. I didn't know why I told you I was in the bathroom, but that's where I was. What were you doing in there? I was just going to the bathroom. Number two? No. 
Complete, uh, probably more. Stop. Keep telling your story. Anyway, don't, so. Don't let Taylor do this to you. <laughs> oh, okay. no, Taylor. And so I'm, I literally am sitting there and I go, what time is the game on Sunday? All I have this entire oh, weekend yeah, is a sucks. meeting. Bon. I have a meeting on Sunday from 5 to 7 uh, p.m. And the game is at 5.30 p.m. Gotta I'm going to miss at least the first what half kind of, of the I mean, that's a church meeting. It is a church meeting. I was going to say, what kind exactly of meeting is on so. Uh, anyway, so I'm going to miss the first half and I'm trying to, I'm probably going to have to convince my wife. I need to talk to her about this, but instead of like going home, it's just like running to the closest place bar that I could watch it and just finish the game there instead of having to like listen to Matt Pinto. He's great. Matt's great. But I'd spend literally almost the whole second half getting back from this meeting. Ugh, Matt's had a bad year. Matt's had a hard year. I don't know. He's he's going on angry man this year. I don't know what's going on. Taylor, you miffed a peeve, man? No, no. I was super miffed because my whole freaking family got sick this past week. Luckily, I didn't get sick, but my wife had the flu. Whoa. My sons had the throw-ups. Ooh. Uh, This is where I was GMB'd. So this was Wednesday or Tuesday. Uh, Archie was super sick. He had just thrown up. He was sitting on the couch and he threw up, and he's like just miserable, and he's just like agonizing and i was like okay i'm gonna go get some more medicine so archie you need anything man some pizza hamburger <laughs> just like joking around he goes and he just looks up at me and he gets this little light in his eye and he says give me a hamburger <laughs> he's three by the way i said really i said you really want one he said yeah from a restaurant <laughs> i said okay, okay well where he's like five guys Go get me a burger. <laughs> okay. I'm like, he's just going to throw it up, but whatever. So I go get the burger and the medicine. I come home and he's just like dancing around like hamburger, 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 hamburger. I give him the hamburger and he bites it and he just sits back. <laughs> he just holds, holding it and he's just smiling, chewing. Dude never throws up again. He's dancing around the house. He's jumping on the trampoline an hour wow. later, completely healed from five the, guys from the hamburger. Five guys, man, you know when you've been sick though for for a while, and then there's that one thing that just sounds. Oh yeah, yeah. It's that's yes. all you want, and that's all you will eat. Yeah, like one time, I was vomiting for like two straight days, and all I wanted was like those little donuts that come in the packages that like Hostess makes. Oh yeah, like it's like always very specific. The sweetest like relief as yes. soon as I could hold it down. Yeah. <laughs> It's that, so specific. That, that it's was, always very specific. That was Archie. You hey, loved it. Before we quit, I just want to give you a heads up. Throughout the playoffs, we're going to try to give you content and content as we go, but most of it's going to be, if you're not following Andrew on Twitter, I don't know what you're doing, but Andrew's going to try to do post-game kind of a yeah. live question podcast kind of thing on YouTube. Not a podcast, I guess, just a live just a, question and answer. a video Q&A. Yeah, and so check that out. Follow him on Twitter, and he's going to give you the heads up on where, where he's going to be doing that. So do that. It's playoff time. It's, it is such a special time in Oklahoma City. The city gets on fire for this. If you're not here or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the playoffs, and we hope it's not agonizing as the whole entire season's been. Thanks for listening to our pod. <laughs> Go Thunder. Go Thunder. <laughs>